the Contracting Officer Podcast. It's not just for contracting officers. If you work anywhere in the government acquisition world, this podcast is for you. Our topic today is the Certificate of Competency, which could be a valuable tool for small businesses who are trying to get their first government contract. This episode is brought to you by Skyway Acquisition. If your organization is interested in training from a team of former contracting officers, go to askskyway.com and learn more about how Skyway can help both government and industry teams with the acquisition and contract execution process. Okay, let's get started with the Certificate of Competency. We did an earlier episode about the contracting officer's requirement to determine that a business is responsible before awarding them a contract. Remember, the government has a mandate to award a certain percentage. Right now it's like 23%, a certain percentage of all dollars to small businesses. But a lot of small businesses have never done business with the government. So how, how does a contracting officer determine whether or not they're responsible? And the contracting officer has to document how they're going to mitigate the risk of awarding a contract to a small business who might not have, like you said, they may be brand new or they might not have a very long track record. Uh, a newer small business, or maybe they're just new to the government, they, they don't have any documented you know, capacity or, or credit line or any subcontracting experience. And, and the contracting officer or the government team needs to be comfortable if they can actually do the work. And that's what we covered back in episode 78, the contracting officer's determination of responsibility. And it really is the chicken and the egg kind of dilemma here. A small business doesn't have the experience and background to prove it can do the work, but they can't get the experience and background to prove they can do the work without having a government contract. So which comes first? And a tool to solve this problem, drum roll, is the Certificate of Competency, the COC. It's one way that the Small Business Administration can effectively back a small business. Before we get into that, let's stop and say thanks. I'm going to say thanks to Carson Teasley. He's a proposal pricing analyst at Azitu out in Bingham, Washington. I want to thank Carson for an outstanding and really informative Contracting Officer podcast feedback session and for telling us how he found the podcast, how he uses the content, and then which topics he finds the most helpful. And he, plus, he gave me some great ideas on new topics to cover. I really enjoy talking to our podcast listeners because it helps us make the most useful podcast we can. Thanks, Carson. Back to Certificates of Competency, which we're going to try to call COCs because that's a long phrase. Otherwise, this is in FAR 19.601. More time. A Certificate of Competency is issued by the Small Business Administration verifying the holder of the certificate, is responsible to receive and perform a specific government contract. So a COC is issued by the SBA. Acronym time. There you go. It goes on to say areas of responsibility include capability, competency, capacity, credit, integrity, perseverance, tenacity, and limitations on subcontracting. It sounds like they're giving you a certificate of competency to like compete in a Spartan race or something. That per <laughs> perseverance and tenacity, right? <laughs> that, that that comes with competence, I guess. Yeah, I forgot the word tenacity is actually in the FAR. The one thing to really jump on here is that it's to perform a specific government contract. So a COC is not by contractor. It is by contractor on a specific contract. And that, that difference is sometimes lost on people. It's not like you get it and, and you've got – it's not like an SBA certification as a women-owned small business. 
You don't get that and keep it forever. This is right. this is a contract. It's like a certificate of competency to do the grounds maintenance and mow the grass at a facility does not also mean that you're competent to build a bridge. <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> you don't want to stretch it too far. Okay. Far goes on to say that the COC program empowers the SBA to certify to government contracting officers to all elements of responsibility of any small business concern to receive and perform a specific government contract. So that's what it's for. It doesn't relieve the contracting officer of their responsibility to determine that a small business is responsible for this effort, but it gives them the backing they need. Hey, this is a certified, competent small business by the SBA. It's essentially, it's an opportunity for the contracting officer to kind of outsource that, that determination to somebody who's going to dig in a little bit deeper than they might from the CO contract perspective. Yeah, it gives, it gives them some backup. The Certificate of Competency Program is applicable to all government acquisitions. This applies to every service, every, every product that a contracting officer could award to a small business. Here's how it works. If the contracting officer determines that an apparently successful small business offerer is non-responsible, is not responsible, if they've gone through their checklist and said, I don't know that this small business can do the work, they refer the small business to the Small Business Administration, the SBA, to go through this certificate of competency process. And all contracting officers, including those located overseas, are required to comply with this part of the FAR regarding competency for U.S. small business concerns. So like you said, all government acquisitions everywhere. And the key factor here is that, like, like you mentioned, the apparent successful small business offer. In other words, right before you award the contract, they may have been responsive I mean, they had a great proposal. The, the presentation they gave you of their ability to do the work is great. But then you went and Googled them and, were, and realized, oh, there's some stuff in here that I don't think they can do the work. That's this. So non-responsive, it's not the problem here. It's non-responsible, meaning you think, eh, they can't do the work. There's a big difference there because the question then becomes, if they're non-responsible, how did they end up here in the first place? Well, the way that happens is that they wrote a great proposal or, or their brand has gotten better <laughs> since the last time that you did some research on them. That's how we get here. A lot of times the responsibility determination comes down to the amount of information available. And a, a new small business, a small business that's a new entrant to the government market may, may not have the documentation, may not just, they may be perfectly responsible. They just don't have the backup that they can show the contracting officer. So let's dig into the FAR a little deeper. FAR 19602-2 is titled Issuing or Denying a Certificate of Competency. And this lays out the process, and it goes really fast. It says, within 15 days after receiving a notice that a small business concern lacks certain elements of responsibility, the SBA area office will take the following actions. So it, it also caveats uh, that the SBA and the contracting agency can agree to a longer period. But ideally, the FAR has given them 15 days to do this. So here's what happens. Contracting officer says, I think that this small business concern is not responsible. The SBA then has to inform the small business concern that they've been determined non-responsible and say, hey, you can apply to the SBA for a COC. Acronym soup. <laughs> so now it's the small business's responsibility to go to the local SBA office or go to the SBA website and apply for 
a certificate of competency. So they have to submit an application before the SBA can begin their review. And they the SBA will either visit their facility or may just review documentation. And the scary part is this this kind of opens Pandora's box. It says in, in B1, the COC review process is not limited to the areas of non-responsibility cited by the CO. In other words, if the CO says, yeah, I don't think they're going to be able to perform on time. This SBA may also find that you have credibility issues with uh, your hiring processes. I mean, they're going to dig into everything. And it also says the SBA may, at its discretion, independently evaluate the COC applicant on all elements of responsibility. Understand they're shining a big old flashlight on you. This is a mixed blessing kind of thing. The CO may have one concern, but when you apply for a COC, you're asking the Small Business Administration to say, yeah, these guys are good to go. Well, good to go requires a deeper look than that just one thing that the CO may be concerned about. 19602-2C sums it up by saying that that the SBA can consider denying a certificate of competency for those reasons of non-responsibility that the contracting officer didn't even think about. <laughs> yeah. You didn't even you didn't look under this rock, but we're telling you we found a big old mess under it. Remember, this is all going really fast. It's supposed to happen within 15 days. So next, when the SBA determines that a certificate is warranted, they notify the contracting officer, and the contracting officer has a couple options at that point. They can accept the decision that the small business is competent and award the contract, or they can ask the SBA to suspend the case. And why would they suspend the case? There's a, there's a bunch of small I reasons under this part. But they all revolve around giving you more time to review more documentation and dig in a little deeper. The one caveat, though, is that 19602-2D2-IV, <laughs> it's funny, it says there's no CO appeal when the SBA proposes it to issue a certificate of confidence valued at $100,000 or less. In other words, if a contractor gets a certificate of competency for a contract worth Less than $100,000, the CO just has to move out. Right. For bigger programs, if it's greater than $25 million or even between $100,000 and $25 million, there is an appeal process. There, there's a chance for the agency and the SBA to go back and forth and debate it a little bit. If it's under $100,000, the SBA's determination at issuance of that certificate rules. And, and at the other end of the spectrum, the $25 million, there's a separate process for, for resolving differences between SBA and agency, is what it says, for contracts over $25 million. The reason I find that interesting is that could you imagine awarding a $25 million contract to somebody who you are not comfortable is responsible? That's probably <laughs> why there's another process. <laughs> exactly. Just you know, wrap your head around that concept. Yeah, that's that's a, that could be a big problem if they turn out not to be responsible. That's an expensive mistake. Let's circle this back to the, the when does this happen? When are we thinking about certificates of competency? This is in the acquisition time zones during the RFP zone when the small business is trying to justify that it's responsible and during the source selection zone when the contracting officer has selected an apparently successful small business and now has to make that responsibility determination as part of the award process. And if you're not familiar with the acquisition time zones, go to episode number three, and it walks through all four of them. Let's get to the part where we emphasize why a certificate of competency is important. A COC can be extremely important. 
for small businesses if they otherwise would lose contracts once they've been determined non-responsible. They may be able to do the work, but they don't have any evidence or they don't have enough evidence right. to make the government buyer, in this case, the contracting officer, comfortable that they can do it. And this fixes that problem. And if you're a small business who's new to the market, doesn't have a whole lot of fast performance, this is a big problem. This could be the reason you don't win. And this solves that problem. On the government side, how does this help the government, Kevin? As we talked about in episode 78, I think it is, the CEO is tasked with ensuring that only responsible contractors perform on government contracts. You know, that's, that's the standard. And some small businesses may not be able to meet that standard for a variety of reasons. And the COC allows you to, to still be awarded contracts while easing, <laughs> we'll say it that way, easing the CEO's concern uh, regarding performance. I, I remember as a contracting officer, I had a contract that I wish I had done a COC on. <laughs> I asked around, I talked to the, 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 the administrative contracting officer who had worked with this company, you know, I researched them, but there were a couple of rocks that I didn't look under that ended up biting us later during performance, and they ended up delivering late, et cetera. So you and determined them to be responsible, but you felt a little uneasy about that? I, I did. I, you know, I did my what I consider my due diligence. Well, the fact is, as we talked about, the definition of due diligence is wider for the SBA. So if instead I had said, hey, SBA, I don't think they're responsible. Over to you guys. Can you look into this? The result could have been a COC. Right. So then the SBA would have called the company and said, hey, you've been determined not responsible for this award by Kevin. He's such an evil CO. <laughs> He's too lazy to get on a plane and come yeah. visit you like we're going maybe, to. Maybe they wouldn't use your name, but they'd say you've been determined not responsible. Hey, no, it was me. It's on the contract. <laughs> <laughs> then that small business would have the opportunity to apply for a certificate of competency. Or they could just say, oh, I guess this one's not for us and walk away, which would be silly. One way this is really helpful is in this scenario, I was in a different state. This was a manufacturing contract. By sheer volume of, of the Small Business Administration people, if I can't go to their plant because I'm not going to get on a plane and go fly there, they can. That's, what, that's one of the many reasons why the certificate of competency is valuable. It's like when they say, hey, I can, I can deliver 500 of these widgets this month, you can't physically walk in their plant and, and see that as a CO. Through the COC process, the Small Business Administration can they have local area offices that are designed to have people close enough or closer than you might be to to the small businesses. I wonder if we're going to create a spike in COC applications over the next couple of months after this episode comes out. Only if there's a spike in non-responsible determinations. Fair enough. That comes first. Think about this in your own life. Back to my famous building a deck on my house story. How great would it be if you as the buyer – we're looking at a bunch of small businesses who you're going to trust to build a big old deck on your back of your house. What if you could say, oh, I don't I don't think these guys are responsible. I, I can't get any information on them. I, you know, I got Angie's list, but that's a bunch of hearsay. <laughs> could be a bunch of hearsay. How do I know if they're responsible? What if you could have someone like the Small Business Administration say, we have done our review, and we have found them to be competent. That would make you feel a lot better about your selection. And that's exactly what contracting officers want to do and have the ability to do through this part of the FAR. On the industry side, if you are a new entrant into the government market, or if you're a small business that doesn't have a lot of government history, this is a powerful tool to enable you to, 
to meet that responsibility determination, to, to be determined responsible without having all of the details available for the contracting officer. The Small Business Administration is your friend. Just because you can't meet the requirements uh, the way the government wants to, to see them to determine you to be responsible, it doesn't mean you can't perform. You may very well be performing whatever they need at a greater scale in the commercial world. You just can't show them all the things that they need to feel comfortable. This is the way that that happens. So if you've been determined non-responsible in a competition, make sure you understand that you have this right per the FAR to apply for a certificate of competency. And if for some reason you're told that you're not responsible, you you were the apparently successful offer, offerer, but you were determined non-responsible, so we awarded it to someone else, you should consider challenging the contracting officer's decision because they didn't go through the process required by the FAR. Now it's our responsibility to competently wrap up this podcast. <laughs> that was a stretch. The COC, the Certificate of Competency, it's a powerful tool for small businesses that may not be able to meet the requirements without one. It, it's the starting point. You know, it gets you that maybe maybe it gets you that first contract. It, without the COC, you're not able to move forward. Not being able to demonstrate the responsibility requirements of a contract does not necessarily mean that a contractor can't perform. And so as a contracting officer, having the COC, and for that matter, as the, as the small business, having the COC available to fill that gap is huge because it means good companies are still winning contracts, even though the documentation isn't there to give them the work yet. Just remember that if you do apply for a certificate of competency, you're going to be reviewed at a different level. You're likely to be reviewed at a different level than the contracting officer was reviewing your responsibility at. So you, you may be determined even more irresponsible <laughs> through the <laughs> COC process. So it's like you said before, this opens up the Pandora's box for, for reviews in the company and, and everything could come out. It's more likely to help than hurt, but you got to understand that it could go very badly for you. <laughs> and there's a, there's a valuable point in there is if your proposal is really, really pretty and it's all fiction, this will highlight that. All right, Kevin, that's it for today. I'll talk to you later. See you, Paul. Okay, that's it for this episode. Thanks for joining us. If you're a small business looking to land government contracts, visit AskSkyway.com because Skyway can help. We'll see you next week. On the industry side, if you are a new entrant into the government market, if you are a new entrant, <laughs> complex word, entrant. On the government side, uh, on the government side. Now I'm back to that. Uh... <laughs>